Live your life online again with zero fear. Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Brian Nichols Show Consulting Studios. That's right. Figure out how to get your prospecting and messaging so it wins. Find out more at briannicholsshow.com forward slash BNC. Folks, when we're talking about cybersecurity, we're talking about online privacy. It is something that doesn't just impact businesses, but actually impacts you. Yes, you, Mr. and Ms. Listener. So joining us today from the Privacy Action Plan, we're going to talk all about how you can protect yourself online. The one and only Glenn Meter. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Hi, how you doing, Brian? Doing good. Glenn, thank you for joining us. And uh, by the way, folks, this is a sneak peek because Glenn is going to be doing a special sit down with members of the Brian Nichols Show audience who want to learn how to protect their privacy here in a few short weeks. We're going to talk about that as we get towards the end of the episode, but I wanted to tease that as we get towards that. But Glenn, welcome to the show. Do us a favor. Introduce yourself to the uh, the Brian Nichols Show audience. Yeah, thank you very much, Brian. My name is Glenn Meter. I am an entrepreneur. I uh, started the Privacy Action Plan. I also have a newsletter that I write about freedom stuff. And so this, my privacy action plan business kind of evolved out of that where I teach people how to be private and secure online. Awesome. And let's talk about privacy uh, action plan because what you guys are doing over there is a huge, huge service to where there's been an absolute void in the marketplace, right? Where you see there was an approach in more recent years as we've seen a more uptick in cyber attacks for small and medium businesses to start taking cybersecurity seriously. A lot of compliances put in place. You go down the list, CMMC, FINRA, uh, or frameworks, NIST, whatever it may be, folks trying to get their companies into some type of framework that makes sense. But when you look at your average person, meh, I mean, they're kind of like just like floating out there. They don't really know what's what's the, the threats online. Sometimes it just seems like, ah, what happened to me? So, Glenn, help address the elephant in the room. That won't happen to me. Could it? Absolutely. No, there, there's – online threats are a huge, a huge danger right now. I mean, we live in a world that is – everything is online now, and that creates so many different threats for us. And, and these are threats that we don't really have any instinctual – ability to defend against. All we do is trust the services that we use, but those services are are really also against us. I mean, you can't trust big tech. You can't trust government. You can't trust hackers. I mean, you've got to take care of this yourself and you've got to, I look at this as being self-defense now. You, This is modern day self-defense. You have to know how to protect yourself and how to be safe and secure online. Otherwise, you're going to really put yourself and everything that you own in jeopardy. And there's a lot of people that lose everything for to these online hackers. And it's uh, it's a very real threat right now. And we have to take this seriously. And we have to do the steps that we need to do to get private. Glenn, where is the most of these threats coming from? Is it Actual hackers, you know, you see the the traditional guy on TV where he's got like the hoodie up and he's in a big like 14 screen uh, command center and he's got code going across a screen or is it actually, you know, just some 14 year old kid sitting in his mom's basement? 
Well, okay, so that's a great, great point. The The way I look at it is there's three primary threats. So there's uh, big tech, there's big brother, and then there's hackers. And so if you want to look at just the hacker side of things, hackers have turned into organized crime. So, and actually organized crime has come into the hacking space where they make, they make a ridiculous amount of money by scamming people and hacking people. And so it's, it's really very organized and they know what they're doing and what they do is they, they have hackers and scammers that work together in conjunction with each other. So it's not just a single, a single thing. It's um, let, let's say, for example, if you get a ransomware notice on your computer, it's going to, it's going to flash. It might not even be a real ransomware thing. It might just be a notice that scares you. And it says, um, you know, your, your computer's locked down or we're accessing your uh, bank account, call, call this number, call Apple support right now. But that Apple support number is not Apple, right? That is a, that's a hack or that's a scammer. So the hacker is, is the person that's doing the computer based attacks, but then they want to draw you in to a hacker or a scammer where you, they get you on the phone. And once they get you on the phone, they can really manipulate you. And actually, there's a great video on YouTube now. It's like a 30-second thing where this one guy is walking down the streets of New York, and he's got a $1 bill. And he walks up to a woman, and he says, tell me the name of a woman right now. Tell me the name of the woman, and I'll give you this dollar. And and he just keeps asking, tell me the name of a woman, any woman, any woman in the world. And this lady is just like, I, I can't believe I can't think of a woman's name. I can't think of any woman's name right now. And it's because they keep the pressure on. And if they keep the pressure on, you can't think. And that's how these scammers do it so that they can, you you might think, oh, I would never fall for that. But if if you get into their system and they start, they start putting the pressure on, it's very difficult to avoid that. And, and a lot of people lose hundreds of thousands of dollars that way ever watch political candidates and think I can do better than this or maybe you're curious about how to get involved for local and state offices but you just don't know where to start well have no fear because the Libertarian Party of Illinois is holding a four-hour online candidate training course this Saturday March 11th split into two two-hour sessions this course is perfect for those new to running for office as well as experienced candidates who want to brush up on their skills and the course is covering everything from planning your campaign to getting out the vote and the two expert trainers are Russ Clark and yours truly who are teaching you about your campaign mechanics and messaging. And the training is designed to be fun and engaging because guys, we want you to get the most out of it. So if you're interested, sessions again are Saturday, March 11th with session one starting at 10 a.m. Central and session two at 4 p.m. Central. Both sessions should be attended and experienced by new candidates and old candidates alike. And the cost to attend is a $25 donation to the Libertarian Party of Illinois. So register now and take the first steps towards running a winning campaign at briannicholshow.com forward slash L-P-I-L. What's really getting scary, I'm not sure how much you've been paying attention to, there's a website, I, or a, rather a YouTube channel I'm particularly fond of called Corridor Crew, and it's a bunch of uh, guys out in, uh, I think they're in, right out of Hollywood, and uh, they're basically like these CGI, uh, CGI artists, mm. and what they've been doing is fiddling around with AI, and... Yeah. When you look at how advanced some of the AI has gotten, there's one app in particular where they basically stole one of their, their uh, co-workers' identities for the video, for the gag, but 
all it took was a couple of podcast episodes that this guy appeared on to be able yeah. to, to then get his voice to make a fake uh, reading of consent. So in order to do this voice training for the app, you have to read a, fi- a, a reading of consent for the app, right? So they yeah. were able to take enough podcast words that he had said to make it so it read him saying the actual reading of consent and then they could go in upload as many podcast episodes as they want made almost an identical voice clone and had him play a character in a in a show just think all it takes is one fifth of that amount of technology to just get some grandma to go ahead and be like, oh, that's definitely my grandson Jimmy calling me. Of course that's him. And and yeah. just a few phrases here and there because they're on the phone. It's going to be garbled as it is. So just as things get more and more advanced and the technology gets more and more democratized, just inevitably is going to open up more and more threats. So I guess I say all that. Glenn, what do we do? What I mean, there's so many vulnerabilities out there for your average person. It seems impossible to try to patch them all up. What What do you recommend? Well, okay, so let me change that perspective a little bit. Um, there are a lot of things to do. And yes, and I would say the number one thing is overwhelm. You kind of get into this space and you look at all the things I've got to do and you start getting overwhelmed. But there's some core things that you need to do. Um, password manager, two-factor authentication, all of these things. There's some core things that you can do. And it's kind of like that analogy of if a bear is chasing you, you don't have to run faster than the bear. You just have to run faster than the guy next to you, right? <laughs> and so that's kind of how it is. There's so many people out there that are that are absolutely vulnerable. Actually, if you look on the list of like the top passwords that are used, even to this day, the top password is one, two, three, four, five, six. And then this, the next most common one is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then the, the, I think the third is password. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous how many people don't know enough to just do the basics. And so my point is, if you do a little bit and maybe more than a little bit, if you get some, if you get the fundamentals in place, then you make yourself so much more of a harder target. There, there's so many more easy targets out there. That they're that you're going to really protect yourself, make yourself much more protected than you think you are. It's like you're going to the gym to work out and get fit to avoid having to go to the doctor and get the prescriptions to deal with the issues that you have now accumulated over the years for living an unhealthy lifestyle. So yeah, there's there's little things you can start to do. And let's yeah. talk about those, Glenn. What would you say to just your average person out there who's like, Glenn, I have no idea where to heck to even start. What are just like one or two things I can focus on right now to be in better online digital hygiene than I would have been otherwise? Okay, um, passwords. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so so we can talk about privacy and we talk about security. Security, definitely uh, passwords, you have to be very good with passwords. Um, you have to have two-factor authentication and that might kind of freak people out a little bit. Uh, they don't really understand what that is. Um, but two-factor authentication is, we've all been forced to use two-factor authentication in on some sites where they, you put a password in, but that's not enough. They want to send you, they want to text you a six-digit code, right? So that's a like a forced two-factor authentication so basically your password's not enough to get into the site. You need this two, this other step. But there's the text message two-factor authentication isn't the best way to do it. There's an app-based 
two-factor authentication, which is better. So there's steps that you can take to make things better. As far as getting your passwords in shape, Bitwarden is the password manager I recommend. I think password managers are the most, one of the most important things you can do. They're, they're not really easy to set up. Um, and that's what we do in the privacy action plan is we take people through how to actually set it up. But once they're set up and once you know how to use them, they actually make your online life a lot easier and more secure. Where do you find nine times out of 10, I don't know, I'm just giving that number, but where do you find more often than not that people are failing when you just go and you have the conversations? Like what's the immediate thing you usually recognize? Um, really it's, it's so many, well, first of all, I guess the first thing is, do people care mm. about this? Are they even aware enough to ask the question about privacy and to think about it? Uh, I think there's a lot of people that there, there's definitely more and more people becoming aware that they need to do something. So I would say that's the first thing. Do they need to, do they know they need to do th something? And then the second thing is, um, you know, are you actually taking steps if you're if you're doing something? And that's, I guess, the par hard part. And that's why I created Privacy Action Plan is it's hard to know what to do. There's a lot of places on the web where there's just an overload of information. But is it the right information? And also the way that YouTube works and all these other places work is these these uh, people are, first of all, they're geeks talking to geeks and they're not really <laughs> talking to the average person. But then also they make money by producing content and pushing more and more and more content out. And that's counter to what your goals are is just, okay, give me a very clear plan of what we need to do to, to go from here to there. And in the simplest way, without getting overwhelmed, and that's what that's what we try to do with the privacy action plan. So, talk to us about what your average person can do if they want to get involved with privacy action plan. Now, obviously we have something we're going to be doing together here in a couple of weeks, but let's say, you know, somebody wants to go ahead and get involved with privacy action plan, what would that look like? Well, it's just a it's just a, a course that you sign up for, it's a one-time payment and it's lifetime membership. And you just you it's a course and a community that you sign up for. And uh, like you said, we're going to have a what I'd like to do and what we're going to do with your audience is have a little introductory free educational webinar that people can sign up for. And I think that's probably the best place to start is just um, let's talk about this. And, and I want to give you a good framework for how to think about this. And so I think that's what I would recommend is if people come to the to the webinar that we have set up. Glenn, as we're going towards the end of the episode, talk to us because this is something we've been talking about here more on the show about as technology advances and, and while there will be more threats out there, it will help us across the board live a more free lifestyle, right? And I would love for you to maybe outline a little bit of how, how as things are advancing, that's going to help us. And also in the marketplace, live a free lifestyle as well. Well, I think, uh, you know, my slogan for privacy action plan is no freedom, no privacy equals no freedom. And, you know, this is something that we don't talk enough about on the national level, as well as the individual level is 
if you desire freedom, privacy and security is is absolutely a key component of that. And whether, like I said, whether you're talking individually or we're talking nationally, we have to protect our privacy. And I think privacy is a God-given right that we have. But if you look at like big tech and big government and and hackers, they don't agree. They don't want you to have your privacy. They they believe that they have the right to infringe on your privacy. And um, that takes away our freedom. And and if you could, because this is where we have solutions that win, right? Just let's talk about how with the free market, because we are a liberty-based show, with the free market, this has helped us in the security space and in, in the, the uh, awareness space help raise the, the alarm and actually help build better solutions that yeah. are helping address the problems we're, we're talking about here today. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is a huge market. Uh, there, there's a huge number of products coming on the market now that are dre- addressing the whole privacy issue on, on many different levels. I mean, phones, uh, phone cellular plans, uh, email, uh, messaging, all kinds of things. There are there are free market solutions, and they're very good, and they're they're getting better because people are showing an interest, and there's a demand for it. But but it, let me give you another example, though. There there are some people we have to always um, keep an eye on the honesty of these companies. DuckDuckGo. I don't recommend DuckDuckGo anymore. They started off. I stopped recommending them when they started censoring their results. But then it came out that they actually were tracking people, even when they said <laughs> that they weren't tracking people. So uh, that was a betrayal of, of trust. And so I do not recommend DuckDuckGo. So anyway, it's, a, it's an always changing marketplace uh, as the world is, you know, and so we have to stay on top of all of this. Amen. Agreed. Well, folks, if you're getting some value from today's episode, this is just the tip of the iceberg because, yes, we're going to be having a more deep dive conversation March 15th. Am I correct there? Oh, my goodness. I'm getting my own days wrong. I think that's what we said. Yeah, March 15th. If I'm wrong, I'll correct it in the post. Ha! That's how the magic of editing works. But that being said, folks, uh, yes, if you are interested, we'll go ahead and have a free training session for you. Uh, and the link will be here in the show notes. But if you're one of the members who are joining us here on the audio version of the show, just do uh, Brian Nichols Show forward slash PAP, and that is for the Privacy Action Plan. With that being said, we are heading towards the uh, tail end of the episode, which means it's time for final thoughts. I'll kick things off here, Glenn, if you're cool with that. And that is, I think it's important not only to talk about this, but actually to put the, the things we're talking about now into action, right? If you're listening to this show and you're nodding in agreement in shame saying, yeah, this is me. I'm not taking this seriously. I just kind of thought, yeah, you know, the companies I work with, they're taking care of this. Wrong. They're not taking care of this. In many cases, they're actually helping perpetuate the problem. As Glenn mentioned, DuckDuckGo, someone who we thought was supposed to be a bastion of liberty and freedom. Nope. They were uh, just as much as the bad guys as they were pretending not to be. So yes, it is important for us to uh, actually pay attention, find solutions that are out there and actually use them, but support real, I'd say liberty-based solutions that are actually doing what they say they're going to do. So that's my final thoughts, but also please go ahead. If you're interested, head over to our show notes and sign up for our awesome course here with a Glenn and privacy action plan. That's my thoughts. Glenn, what do you have for us as we wrap things up today? No, I agree. I think uh, my, my two things would be keep learning. You have to really have an interest in this. And so learn what you can learn, but then 
I really want this to be a rally cry to actually take action and to, to do the things that you need to do to get private. And you don't have to be totally overwhelmed. You don't have to go down every rabbit hole. Just put the fundamentals in place and then you'll be light years ahead of most people out there and you'll be much safer than what you are now. All right, folks. And uh, by the way, it's March 14th. See, I knew I was close. Mm-hmm. But I'll make sure we include those links there in the show notes. And uh, by the way, folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, well, do me a favor. Go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty. Go ahead, working folks. Go ahead and continue the conversation should they so choose. Well, you can just go to privacyactionplan.com and uh, th- that's probably the best place. Already. I, mean, I have a Twitter too, but yeah. But nah. <laughs> I, I have a Twitter account, uh, but but Privacy Action Plan is is where where you can find us. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. And if we're going to talk some Liberty stuff in the future, don't worry, Glenn, we'll have you on and we'll dig all things into, uh, I know there's a lot of stuff that we were itching to talk about, but Absolutely. unfortunately, yeah, we are unfortunately hard pressed for time. So folks, yes, if you did in fact get some value from today's episode beyond giving it a share, also do me a favor, support the show $1.99 a month over on our Patreon. We have a lot of awesome goodies behind the scenes, plus some bonus episodes heading your way. We have some changes coming here in the Brian Nichols show folks with some big, big changes in my life, namely, I'm going to be a dad. So getting ready for that. <laughs> yeah, big changes coming down the uh, the pike very, very soon there. But also, we're really excited to bring you guys a lot of really cool content over on our Patreon. So one more time, $1.99 a month. Head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash support and you can sign up there. Otherwise, folks, uh, if you're joining us in the podcast version of the show, Number one, hit the artwork in your podcast catcher. It'll bring you over to briannicholshow.com where you can find today's episode, the entire transcript from today's episode, and also you can find all like 695 some odd other episodes of the program, but also you will find the video version of the show, which is available, by the way, over on Odyssey, on Rumble, and on YouTube. If you are over on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that little notification bell and subscribe button so you don't miss a single time we go live. But alas, the conversation is not done there. I will see you guys over on the next episode of the show, which will start right here on YouTube. And otherwise, if you're on the podcast version, I'll go ahead and see you whenever we have a new episode coming live to your podcast feed. So with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Glenn Meter. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support.